Hey dudes, this is Michael, one of the co-hosts of Two Dudes in the Nest, the show you're about to listen to. If you are a first-time listener and you've picked one of these older episodes to listen to, maybe because it's one of your favorite games on the NES, I don't blame you. However, I just want to warn you that uh, this is, some of these episodes are three, four, maybe five years old. And this is before we got new audio equipment. This is really before we even knew what we were doing. But we... You know, we want to leave them on the feed as long as we can because we want to have plenty of episodes for people to listen to. I just want to give a fair bit of warning before we get started. If you're an older listener and you're going back to listen to an episode again, uh, you may hear something new because right before the episode starts here, we're going to have an advertisement, which is probably not what you heard the first time through. But now we started doing ads in our shows, so we're going to have an ad here. Anyways, I hope you enjoy. And if you do enjoy, please subscribe to the podcast and listen to as many episodes as you can. It always helps us out. And tell a friend, too. That'd be nice. Enjoy the show. Hey, Justin. What's up, man? Just playing a little Strider with my good friend Stephen Michael from Facebook. What's up, Yay. everybody? Yay! <laughs> yeah, hot, uh, hotly requested guest Stephen Michael from Facebook. Yeah, well, hotly requested. I doubt uh, that. Yeah, yeah. Well, once they found out you were coming <laughs> on, they're like, "Yes, definitely listen." Well, after he had to play Bugs Bunny. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, they thought he'd pick out another great game like Bugs Bunny Birthday Blowout. Yeah, that's a top tier game for sure. <laughs> Rival Super Mario Brothers. It's right. It's right well, up there. Nostalgia sometimes. But tonight, right. we're talking about Strider. But before we start to talk about Strider, I have a heartbreaking story I'd like to tell you guys. Um, so it's not really heartbreaking. It, it is for me, but nobody else is going to care. So the other day, we've got a we've got a camera in our house that detects motion and noises and things like that and we've also got one on our porch that does the same thing we're uh paranoid people but that's beside the point so we were at work <laughs> and uh my indoor camera system detected motion or not motion it detected a, it noises and it turned on and when it turned on you could hear this banging it sounded like somebody was just banging on the door or trying to break into the house and we were so obviously we we get the notification. We look on our phone. It's like, oh, wow, we're freaking out. Somebody's trying to break in our house. So my wife comes home to check and see if our house is okay. And she comes in. Everything's fine. No problems. Um, there's just, you know, seemingly nothing go- has gone wrong. So she goes back to work. And we call a neighbor and just say, hey, if you're home today, just kind of check it out. Because they're usually home on Fridays. Anyway, so we get, I get home from work. And I come into the office and my brand spanking new, well, it's like six months old, and it's used. But to me, it's brand spanking new. Guitar has fallen from the hook on the wall and just come crashing down on the floor. Wow. Fortunately, it was intact, and it was a little detuned, but it tuned back up and played okay, but it's got some scratches now. It's got a little character to it. Uh, yeah, it's character. Question. So what was the banging? It was the guitar falling <laughs> off the wall and like crashing down on the floor. But I mean, if it's just, was it, how long was the banging last, lasting? Mm, like 
15 seconds. It wasn't long. But it was long enough to where oh you... Oh my gosh, how... You would not have thought it was a guitar. You would not have thought. But the, here's the thing. No, the the, the, here's my question. Okay. okay, here's where I'm going with it. Was some, like... Is that to an outside wall or near a window or something? It's to an outside wall, where but it's hanging to the one that's close to the camera, so that's weird. It was just really, really loud. Uh, I'm just thinking what would make it fall. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I'm just too heavy, I think, honestly. Because, it, it, you know, it's new to me. I had some of those Hercules hangers that you mount in your mm-hmm. wall, you know? And Yeah. Um, but I had my acoustic hanging there, which is hollow. You know, it's a hollow body. So when I put the fender up there, it just I think it was just that much heavier than my acoustic, and it just came crashing down for whatever reason. Huh. But anyways, so... That stinks. I'm intrigued. For my last couple days. But it's uh the only the only bad part is I'm gonna have to sand something, which I do not like the idea of doing that. But on the neck, when it hit it hit my keyboard, which is right underneath it, and when it hit the keyboard, the neck, I'm assuming this is what happened. Uh, when the neck hit the keyboard it knocked a little dent out, so now when I play, it like scratches my hand. I don't like that. So I'm gonna have to sand that down or something. Uh it should be an easy fix though. Yeah, it should be alright. Anyways, I just thought that was a interesting story something out of the ordinary that happened to me this week you look like you want to say something (laughs) (laughs) i'm just thinking like uh you you made it sound like somebody was banging for 15 seconds if a guitar falls from the wall it's not gonna bang for 15 seconds would it no but it did bounce off of the keyboard Onto like the chair and then onto the floor, and the keyboard fell off. So it's like three different. I'm saying somebody was banging on a wall and knocked the guitar off. Cause it. No, that is. Okay. But thank you. I'm trying to make you more. I'm trying to make you more paranoid. Maybe somebody was in your (laughs) attic. I got an attic. We got yeah. We got raccoons up there. Oh, somebody was up there. Yeah. Did they still run back and forth across the house? No, that's the old house. Did I tell that story? The ghost story. Yeah. Yeah. There was ghost, and then there was raccoon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The I raccoon know. ghost. Yes, it, you know, ghost of a raccoon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Have you ever seen videos of pet raccoons? I've met a pet raccoon. I want a pet raccoon. <laughs> they look. No. Yeah. <laughs> actually, no. They'd be in your stuff constantly. Yeah, it's terrible. I mean, okay. Let's hold that thought. Let's get into okay. Strider. I will tell <laughs> okay. you about my dad's friend who has a pet raccoon and my experience with that later in the show. This is just constantly getting in everything. I can imagine. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's terrible. <laughs> Anyways, we'll get into that. But first, let's talk about Strider. Do you have All right. I have history, but here's the question. So Stephen has told us you've got, you've got a quiz, right? Yes. Yes, is I do. Is it a history-related quiz? Partially, yes. Because I have a quiz, too. Oh, do you? Yeah. <laughs> okay. We could do your quiz. I'm we'll sure do it's my, better than mine. No, 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 no. Do I don't think... Probably not. No, let's do both. I think we should do both. Yeah, let's do, do both. my quiz now. With, during the history section. Because mine's all history. No game okay. play stuff. So then, And then, like, during the gameplay, we'll do Steven's quiz. How's that sound? Okay. Works for me. Sounds right. good. Yep. See if Michael can go two for two, because you're the only one playing both games. Yeah, <laughs> I may have to come up with a quiz just to help myself out. 
Right, right, right. All right, so uh, I don't know if we played a quiz last time you were on, Stephen, but basically how this works is to buzz in to answer the question, you say your name, and you can say Stephen, but I would say you like the – we like – Yes, we like the one-syllable words, so maybe Steve, Steve. shorten Steve for one right. for, for for the game. I can do Steve. Makes it makes it easier to to uh, to, to buzz in, and uh, so we got five questions. They are all multiple choice. Each one has five multiple choice answers. So if you can buzz in at any time, but now you you what yeah whatever you get it. All right. So the first question. So Strider is the NES version is based on a manga, which is kind of like a Japanese comic book. Uh, loosely based on the manga. The arc. What's that noise? My Keep hearing a noise. I hear it. I'm not sure. My computer's <laughs> oh, okay. I'm sorry. Okay. Sorry. I, I kept getting. Okay. I so Strider is based. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm listening. Sorry. All right. So Strider based on a manga for the NES version. The arcade version was only loosely based on that same manga. The arcade version made its way to several systems. Which did it not get a port to? Is it A, the Famicom? B, Sega Master System. Steve. Steve? Uh, Famicom. Yep. Steven is right. Famicom never got either version. Never got the arcade version. So the arcade version was ported to several systems. Both Sega systems, unfortunately. I mean, uh, what are you going to do? The Amiga, the Atari ST, and even a DOS version for the arcade version. But there was noticeable differences between the arcade version and the NES version. And this was mainly because of the development history. So it originally was developed between two different developers, Masahiko Kurakawa and um, uh, Kuchi Yatsui. Now, Kuchi Yatsui did the, the arcade version, while Kurakawa did the NES version. And then there was a guy that was the... Uh, uh, also worked for the artist team for the manga. And they all met together and they were going to develop this game together. Well, Yatsui actually decided he thought it would be better to to make it kind of like a competition between the arcade version and the NES version. So he didn't work with the lead artist of the manga or the NES version and decided to go on his own. And so that's why there's wide differences between these games. The NES version actually f- more fo- more closely followed the manga, um, where the arcade version pretty much took a story of its own. All right. Cool. So Steven is ahead. Yeah, so Steven is ahead with uh, one. Question number two. Strider's box art was designed by Mark Erickson. Which country gave him the inspiration for the art behind the... the uh, visual interpretation of the quote-unquote Enterprise, which were the bad guys in the game. A. China. B. Nazi Germany. C. Soviet Union. Mike. D. North Korea. Mike. I'm going to say Soviet Union. It is the Soviet Union. Uh, 
I was going to say Kazakhstan. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. I didn't even leave that as a choice, but I should have. I should have. That would have been a good red herring. Yeah. Oh. Um, I think Steve would little... let me have that one. Yeah. <laughs> so for the box art, Mark Erickson took a, uh, uh, of course, the Strider Hyru uh, wielding his plasma powered cipher against an enemy guard who was equipped with an AK 47 um, against a backdrop of Russian inspired architecture. Um, this was uh, uh, styled after uh, the Red Square in Moscow, he said. He also was the illustrator for the rendition of Tenjin's Tetris and used the same kind of inspiration. Um, and so it was based on the Soviet Union, which were the all around bad guys back then, right? That's right. Always. Yeah, yeah. USA, USA. (laughs) Anybody who is not USA is the bad guys. Thank you very much. Always. All right, we're going one to one. Into question three. The composer behind the music to the game is Haruma Fujita. Which game did he also compose songs for? Was it A, Mega Man, B, Mega Man 2, C, Mega Man 3, D, Mega Man 4, E, Mega Man 5, Steve? I'm going to go Mega Man 2. Ooh. Nope. Not Mega oh. Man. Mike. Okay. Mike. I'm going to go Mega Man 4. Nope. You guys danced all around it. It's 3, wasn't it? It's 3. Mega Man 3. He developed uh. three songs for Mega Man 3. All right. So we're still tied at 1 to 1. All right. For... Uh, question number four, the manga studio Moto Kikaku was behind the development of the game as well as the manga uh, the NS, NES ver- version is based. Who was the lead artist for the game's development? Was it A, Hiroshio Motomiya, B, Tatsumi Wada, C, Masayoshi Kurakawa, Mike. D, Lube. Mike? C. It is not C. Was, were you about to say Lou Bega as the last one? <laughs> not Lou Bega, but D is Lou Bay, and E is Tom Arnold for, for the round of the answers. <laughs> can I so, can I get the uh, answers one more time, please? Sure. So This, is, this is for the artist? Yeah, this is uh, the artist behind the, the lead artist for the manga and the, the game. So this is, we're leaving off C because Mike guessed it and it was wrong. A. Hiroshi Motomiya. B. Tatsumi Wada. D. Lu Bei. Or E. Tom Arnold. I'm gonna go B, and I'm not gonna I'm attempt sure to pronounce you it. Go with Tom Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> Steven is correct with Tatsumi nice. Wada. Now the red herring there, in case any of you, either of you, had read up on the game, uh, or or thought about the the name Moto Kikakua. Or Moto Kikaku, I guess. Kurakawa, he's a designer. Yeah. So yeah, Hiroshio Motomiya was the lead of that group, but the lead artist for the game was, uh, yeah, I don't want to say his name again. Um, <laughs> Tatsumi Wada. Yeah. And uh, the guy you guessed, Mike mm-hmm. Masayoshi Kurakawa, who was. Uh, in the credits, given the name Potariro, Potariro, uh, he was the actually the the designer for the NES game. So you were close. Okay. All 
Uh, well, designer, artist, it's all. It's, it's, oh, it's come on. <laughs> you know what I mean? You, no, but, but, but back to that story I was telling earlier, Tatsuma Wada and um, Kurokawa worked closely together in the development of both the manga, which came out a year before the NES version. The interesting thing, going back to the Famicom uh, question, is this was supposed to come out for the Famicom. And it was, it had a date. It got delayed. It was like supposed to come out in like October of 1989. Got delayed to December. They even came out with a cassette tape for with the songs from the game as like a promo wow. for the people that read the uh, the comic, whatever the book that the manga was being published in. Yeah. And still, just they just dropped development. Now, supposedly, there's some white cartridges out there for the Famicom that, uh, for this game, that are like hot collector's items. But good luck finding them, I guess. Do you have it, Stephen? No, that's really cool. Uh, I've never even yeah. heard of that. And I was doing yeah. a little bit of research into the game. Yeah, I didn't yeah. come across that. Yeah, so apparently one was online. There's been a couple in like some auctions, but there was one online for 2014. I couldn't find for what it like sold for, but yeah. yeah I'll keep my eye out on it for sure. All right, number five. Last question. Steven's up two to one. <laughs> Mike's got to try to tie, or Steven can finish it off. So number five. Which of the following named themselves partially after the game Strider as he played it frequently as a kid? Was it A, a British author, B, a British chef, C, a British theater star, D, a British rapper, or E, a British crumpet? Steve. All right, Steve. I'm going to go with the rapper. It was the rapper. Was it really? The rapper, yes. <laughs> a rapper. I mean, I knew that. I knew that. Tenchi Strider named himself partially after Strider, which he often played as a boy. So, there you go. It had to be the rapper, yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, Steven walks away with this one on a three to one margin. And I feel like the Tennessee uh, Titans. is the winner. Yeah, uh, that was a brutal game. <laughs> that's right. That's right. You were just walking yeah. into a mess there. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that's pretty much it as far as history goes. Mike, you got a story on how you can, how you found this game, or believe it or not, you gonna? I actually have a story this time. All right. Yep. So, uh, for this game, I was in my collecting den phase of life where I was collecting anything and everything I could get my hands on which I'm not so much in that these days uh, you know I kind of slacked off on that but so I was just you know collecting whatever I could get and I was sending a message to this lady on Facebook about a, a set of games that she had she had like I don't know there's 10 games like Super Mario 3 and a bunch of games I already had but she had them for a really good deal it was like I don't know, it was like 30 bucks for like Super Mario 3 and some just really good games. And Strider was part of that. And so I sent her this message and I asked her how much she wanted for it and stuff. And she said, you know, she told me. I said, well, uh, I really don't want... Strider's really the only one I really want because it's, 
the only one I don't have. The rest of them are just duplicates. Mm. And to be honest with you, you're really kind of underselling these games because you've got some... It was like... I mean, when I tallied it up with like a price charting app or something, it was she was asking for like $30 for all of them, and it was like $125 of, of stuff. I don't remember how many games it was, but it was like a lot. I was mm. like, and if I'm going to be perfectly honest, perfectly honest with you... Um, you're really underselling these games and I'll, I'll totally buy them all from you but you should probably not sell them for this price and you know she's like oh oh okay well thank you um by the way uh you can have strider i'll give it to your mom and you, she can give it to you next time she sees you and i was like what <laughs> apparently she knew my mom uh and so she's like yeah next time i see your mom i'll just i'll just give her strider and you can just have it uh, wow so and I don't know how, I don't know what she ended up selling her games for, but uh, she just wow. threw them in the trash. I feel like it was just the moment of karma, you know, just got me. Right there, you go. See, it always pays to be the nice guy. Yeah, but I totally also could have gotten a lot of really good games for a cheap price, which I also thought, man, maybe I should take her up on that offer. What's the what does Super Mario Brothers three go for? About we haven't talked bucks, about I that think. game. Yeah. yeah Between 15 and 20, I think. Yeah, it's not terribly expensive just because there were so many of them that were made. That's what I was going to say. I can't imagine yep. it being too expensive, even though it's one of the most popular she, ones. There was one game she had that was somewhat rare, and fortunately, I'd already already had it. I think it was I think it was Swamp Thing, actually. And back then, Swamp Thing oh, wow. was, was not as expensive as it is now. But it was still pretty expensive. I mean, it's still worth a decent amount of money because that was this was about four or five years ago. But can we just say the most overpriced game in the Speaking NES library? <laughs> Which one? Swamp Thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't know. <laughs> There's some real duds oh. out there. Stadium events for about nine well, or ten grand is kind of kind of bad. True. That's, but that's just in a category of its own. But yeah. I mean, Swamp Thing is such a bad game. <laughs> yeah, it really it's so bad. Yeah, price charting right now has it for one hundred six fourteen. Oh man, yeah, I could have had two copies of that game. Oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Well, but Stephen, do you have a story? Because my heart got me a, a six dollars driver game, or however much it goes for. <laughs> we'll talk about that. Wow, you didn't go at you didn't uh, you didn't go away with nothing. Yeah, my story is that uh, I have no idea where I got it from. Uh, probably an eBay lot or a local store, but I have zero actual memory of picking it up. Most of the games are like that, which is why I try to take pictures of them and post them online. And that way I can kind of go back and remember where or when I got them. Because mm-hmm. uh, otherwise they just get lost in the mix. I don't have a, an in-depth charting of... Uh, where all my games came from and right now this past week actually i just jumped up to 457 nice. i was at 449 nice. for a little bit and now i'm 457 good wow do you have like a list on your phone of like <clears throat> how, what games you have so you don't because I, I can't imagine you've got every 450 games just like you know what those games are when you're out yeah yeah there's no way. Me personally, I use NintendoAge.com, and they have a really cool. Um, now you have to be connected to the internet, which is kind of hokey sometimes. There's a couple of my local stores that, for whatever reason, I have zero internet access. So I've actually had to walk outside, reload it, check the games yeah. that I thought I had or didn't have, 
and then go back inside. Um, but there's also um, Pat Country's Ultimate NES. There's an app, which I'm in the process of rechecking my games, both on Nintendo Age and the app, because uh, the app doesn't require internet access. So that'll be great for those kind of situations. Yeah. Um, but I do have like a like a want list in my head of games that I'm looking for. I know that I'm missing, especially like the higher end games um, mm. and some lower weird ones like Sesame Street count, you know, things like that. So, yeah, yeah, You're looking yeah. For the Sesame Street counting game. What yeah, I think it's it's like see? no, it's the uh, I think it's count or countdown, something like that. It's got uh, the count on it. One, ah, ah, ah. Yeah, and that's the only one I don't have out of those games. You know, the Adventure of Lolo 1, 2, and 3 I'm missing for some reason. Um, as common as the, the first couple are, but... Yeah. yeah. I use an app called, uh, I think it's Collector Z. It, it costs, a little, I think it costs money, It depending on how many games you have. I'm underneath the threshold of where it costs money, but I think if you have over a thousand games in it, it costs money. Okay. Another database, but it's a pretty good app. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, so for anybody who's watching, I don't know if anybody's watching, but for the live people and for the people listening, I'm sorry, but I just got to say this because <laughs> I have been, I've been fiddling with this the entire time trying to get some kind of overlay type thing. And it's changed a few times. I had to get rid of the game by the way, because, uh, I think that's what made my computer spaz out there for a second. Cause I had the game running in the background. It was just too much to run an NES game, you know, but. Anyways, I'm going to stick with what, where it is now, and I'm done. All right, I'm not doing it anymore. Anyways. All right. All right. So we got Justin. Justin, do you have a story, or did you just demo this one? I had to demo it, even though it was, well, I'm not going to spoil it. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to save it. But I did, I did actually just demo it. So I've been traveling so much, I haven't been able to go to any game stores, and there's no game stores in Loudoun. Uh, where I live now. Where? AM Sports. It's a. It's like almost like a pawn shop. It's downtown Lower City. He's got games. Oh. Well, I'll have to check it out. Yeah, it's okay. I'm not. I'm not the one that I've, where I used to live was actually pretty good. The 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 shady looking one. Yeah. It, they actually had a quite a, quite a the collection, but uh, there was actually two up there that were good game stores, but I don't really. Like then you go to Knox. Like the guy at AM Sports. He's one of the guy. He knows how much the games are worth, and he prices them for pretty much what they're worth. So yeah. It's not like there's no deals to be had. Or At least not the last yeah. time. All right. Now I can go to CM Games in Knoxville. We <laughs> price the heck out of all their games. So. Oh, yeah, they're terrible. Yeah. They're probably the worst. Yeah. Easily. Yeah, right. I thankfully have a ton of retro game stores around me, and there are some that are a little bit overpriced, um, but there's a lot where you can get really good deals. So I try to hit those up about once a week, and uh, usually you can pick up games, you know, $20 games for 15 bucks, or $10 games for 6 bucks, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, awesome. I like yeah, I'm, I I'm pretty like lucky compared to a lot of people that I know are nowhere around them. Yeah, we used to have a really good store that I would go to um, I've mentioned it on the show before, but I can't mention it. I I can't think of it right now off the top of my head because it's been a while since I've been there. But they would always do like buy two, get one half off, basically on all their NES games, except for the ones that were in the case, which are like the really expensive ones. 
mm-hmm. pretty much any uh, game that was like twenty dollars and below, they would have buy two get one half off on everything, and you can buy as many as you want. So that was always a really good, pretty good deal. Nice. Yeah. I wish I could remember the name of the place. Of course, they probably don't do that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> so. All right. I got uh, okay. I got a manual, but it's not a physical manual. Right. It's a PDF manual. You guys want to look at yep. it? Yeah. I'm ready. Let's do, do it. it. Do you want me to try to put it on the screen? I don't. That's probably not going to work out, but I can try. <laughs> You're not there anymore. It's just a circling. Yeah, you're like frozen loading. on my screen. I'm frozen. I'm just a circle. Yeah. Yeah. It's like That's good. loading sign. Your computer's going to crash, isn't it? It's going <laughs> I can feel it. It's coming. The crash is imminent. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, yeah, thank Justin crashed uh, when I was on for the Bugs Bunny episode. Oh, man. We're just. I don't know what it is. Yeah. We're just the crashiest guys, you know? Just a couple <laughs> crashy guys. All right. All right, so... I pulled the manual. All right, I got to pull that up, too. Okay, just read along. Read along, everybody. Okay. A special message from Captain Commando. Thank you of for course. selecting exciting and fun-filled... Fun, fun, <laughs> fun-filled Strider. One of our exclusive family computer home video games from Capcom's Captain Commando Challenge series. Strider, created by Capcom Premier, worldwide arcade game designer, features colorful, state-of-the-art, high-resolution graphics. Now, is mine is my manual just messed up, or does it seriously look like they've cut something out of there? I don't see anything looks cut yeah, out. I don't see. Okay, something looks cut out on mine. Anyways... All right, the story of Strider Hiryu. How do you say that? Hiryu? Hiryu? Haru? Haru? I thought it was Haru? 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 Strider. Oh, man, I started. What'd you say? I started to make a bad joke. No. I'm not going to. We've got good karma building so far. We don't need to. We don't need to. Okay, Strider is the strongest secret maneuvers group in the world. It specializes in smuggling, kidnapping, demolitions, disruption, etc. One Strider of C-grade is equivalent to one well-trained team in the, of the Special Corps. Question. <laughs> I'm, I'm really curious as to what the etc. is. <laughs> smuggling, kidnapping, demolitions, disruption, etc. Uh, yeah, knitting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Catering. Taking long walks on the beach. Yeah, stargazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, all right. All right, so Hyru was the youngest strider of Super A-grade. After eliminating the sister of a mad A-grade strider, he decided to retire and was spending his life peacefully in Mongolia. Wow, mm-hmm. Mongolia. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it is future, right? This is set in the future, so... Mongolia could be the tourist destination (laughs) of the world in 2048. This is true. Uh, What I want to know is, he he was the youngest, and then he retired? Did he retire as the youngest? I guess. He's just, uh, he's done. He's done so. Yeah, Yeah, right. One mission he was done. Uh, It was really hard, because he had to, you know, kill, kill somebody's sister or something, right? 
Yeah. That's, that's rough. <laughs> All right. One day, the vice director of Strider, Matic, showed up. Apparently, Hyru's friend, Kane, had been caught by the enemy. Matic ordered Hyru to destroy his friend Kane and threatened to start slaughtering the Mongolians if Hyru refused. Now, Hyru dad... Hyru dad... <laughs> okay, this is something we can get into here in just a minute when we start talking about the game, but even the manual is suspect to some, some English. Alright. Yeah, that's great. Hyru dad no choice but to return. After rescuing Kane, he discovered the fearful plan conceived by the Striders and an organization called Enterprise. <laughs> yeah, they are terrible. <laughs> Their cars are just... Like, you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Destroyed. And an evil project called Zane. Hyru decided to destroy the Zane mind control weapon along with the Enterprise and the Striders. The fate of the world hangs in the balance. So the story of the game, this is what I don't understand. Okay, you're, you're Strider, you're a Strider, which is known for mm-hmm. doing bad things, like smuggling, kidnapping. You retire, and then in your retirement, you just decide to become a good guy. I guess. Well, are you ever? It's really his friend, a good though. In this in this game, I guess you're never really the good guy. Because I don't know. Because it's like the story of the game. Seems like you're the good guy, and Enterprise is bad guys within this organization that does bad things. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't get it. It's weird. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. See, I get maybe it's maybe it's good smuggling and kidnapping. Oh, like Han Solo yeah. type stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're smuggling right. in like you know first aid supplies and stuff and. Right. Kidnapping okay. uh, right. children that have been kidnapped already. <laughs> yeah. Right. You it's, know. Some, it's actually re-kidnapping. Yeah. yeah. Some, some would call it rescuing, others just call it re-kidnapping. Yeah. <laughs> I got it. I get it. Right. Okay. Okay. Moving on. So that's all for the story. No. But okay. So the story is a little wonky and it doesn't get much better from here as far as the storytelling goes, in my opinion. But there's a well, good foundation. They dad no choice. <laughs> well, we dad no choice but to play this game, thanks to uh, <laughs> Steven. Actually, no, we'd already <laughs> planned on doing it. No, we drug Steven along. Oh, no. no. Yeah, right. yeah. All right. All right. Uh, Justin, why don't you take over? I'm getting turned over. Well, really, for the rest of the, of the uh, manual, there's not a whole lot to it, but I, I do want to just kind of go through these steps on getting started because I feel like they're important. I feel like the re- listener should know. Mm-hmm. One, insert the Strider cartridge. Cartridge. Oh, that's where I was. Turn going. on your Nintendo machine. They don't even refer to it as the Nintendo Entertainment <laughs> System. They refer to it at on your Nintendo machine. Right. <laughs> yeah, I got I got stuck on that step actually. Oh man, that's a tough one. Before the game starts, you receive a message from Matic, the vice director of the Striders. So, uh, anyway, uh, then it explains the Blue Dragon console, where you can transfer or analyze or put in passwords if you're of your previous uh, uh, plays. Um, then goes over some basic control things. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I'm trying to look for some good English to uh, read, but I don't, I'm not really pulling any up. Um, controls, keys. So then it explains the keys. Some doors require a key to open them. When you have the key with the same number as the number on the door, you can go through. Um, message disks, triangle jump, acceleration dot jump. And then it goes through the power tricks that you can do. Um, there's one part of this. I'm trying to find it. I noticed it when I was looking at this earlier. I don't know where it is now. Okay. Forget. Under the power tricks, the one thing that I don't think is accurate is that medical three upgrade. It says recover 150. I'm pretty sure it's just full recovery. Because no. I was using that on the final level with like virtually no health left and it was taking me back all the way up. I could be mistaken, but I don't think that's accurate. Uh, I didn't okay. make it to the final level, so I'll just, I'll just trust you on that one. Gives you the uh, uh, who you had to kill to get the different message discs. So you get these message discs that you need to take back and you need to analyze. And uh, there's Badger. There's Dragon Friend. I don't know why he's a bad guy. Is he a bad guy? Yep. He's a bad guy. He's, he's, his name's Friend, but he's a bad guy. Kodiak. And Flashblade. Yeah, they're like the little mini-bosses in the game. Yeah. They're yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty much it for the manual. There's... Uh, Strider, you know, it shows the acceleration jump that you can do, and he looks like a child <laughs> uh, in the cartoon. But other than that, that's about it for the manual. So yeah, I already closed it anyways. I, th I think the uh, the manual is pretty lacking on this game, to be honest. It's not for color. a Capcom yeah, game too. Usually, no it's kind of boring. usually Capcom games got a pretty good manual. Cap Captain Commando let his guard down on this one. <laughs> I think so. So, anyway, so let's talk about the meat and potatoes here. Okay. Let's talk about the game. Meat and potatoes, my favorite part. So yeah. I will... Uh, actually, Stephen, why don't you uh, describe just kind of an overarching idea of what this game is. It's a side-scrolling, slashy, action-y game, but there's yeah. more to it. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like uh, side-scrolling action, like you said. Um, however, it's kind of like a Metroidvania in the sense that you go through levels multiple times and have to jump all over the world, and you travel to specific locations that are guarded with doors. And as you're side-scrolling, attacking along, you can actually find shortcuts to get through the level faster, as well as unlock doors to get to extra parts of the level that you couldn't before uh, you get a three power-up boots that you're able to walk on water to access new parts of the level um, you got to use wall jumps to access part of the level which most people in uh, the new group I've formed seems to have gotten stuck on that part uh, before they realize you could even wall jump because the wall jumping is terrible and uh, yeah I think that, that's this game has some of the worst yeah. jumping in general that I've ever ever witnessed on an NES game. And it's quite yep. disappointing, I think, from a Capcom game. Capcom games usually don't have this poor of controls. Which is which is interesting. 
it almost makes me think did they was it and i think maybe somebody even mentioned this in the group like was it kind of a hurried uh production you know yeah it does kind of seem like there's a lot of i mean the game itself at its core is i would almost say excellent but then there's just a lot of stuff <laughs> that almost gets overlooked like right a lot, there's a lot of problems with this game that i don't understand kind of where they come from i don't know if they were trying to do too much with it or if i don't know or if they were rushed like you said because at this time 1989 capcom is probably cranking out the games they're probably hitting their max quotient that nintendo will let them have in a year mm-hmm. so maybe it's spread a little thin because 89 right. would have been prime time to be putting out nes games you know mm-hmm Right. Yeah, it's super buggy, super glitchy. Um, the speedrunning community, if you guys looked into that at all, but it uh, they exploit the crap out of this game, and they're able to actually beat it. Uh, I think the world record's just under four minutes now from four days ago. Oh, my God. Four minutes? <laughs> yeah, less than four minutes, yeah. It's but crazy. They, yeah, if you actually look at the game uh, play from it, they actually use like the jump ability to jump through the level and then basically glitch through the top of the screen to fall to the bottom and i mean it's it's crazy the the amount of glitches and things that they do in it but it's it's crazy to watch because i was thinking about maybe trying to do like a full speed run of the game myself just for fun but when i'm looking up those glitches you know i i I think it'd take forever to try to learn how to do them They, they definitely don't look like it's luck it's a lot of skill yeah especially the mess up runs so but yeah, it's pretty cool. The uh, the last time from it actually uh, was from four days ago with a time of three minutes, 54 seconds, and 340 milliseconds. Wow. And then it's two days... I'm going to yeah, have to watch that just to see what they do. Two days ago, four minutes, 402, 403, 405. And these are all like within the past week, these times. So this is like an active speedrun game. Apparently there's an active community around it. Yeah. That or we inspired them. Oh, very well could have. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Are they all dudes? Uh, it's, they it just says, yeah, cool kid has the world record. Bald Nate, sub styly, backlash. So I'm sure they're all two dudes listeners. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, sure. considering how many people sure. listen to the show, they almost have to be, just statistically. Right. Right. Wow. That's pretty amazing. Well, if you're listening, three minute and fifty four second guy, or <laughs> any of the four minute guys, uh, quite quite the impressive feat. Yeah, if you have a sub four minute time, I'm impressed, and so is Tom Arnold. Right, and Putin is rejoicing somewhere. I forgot about Putin rejoicing. <laughs> we haven't used that one in a while. Yeah, I thought I'd bring it back. Yeah, I like it. I, by the way. Uh, <laughs> To add to the noise of being scared that the computer is about to just completely crash, uh, I've completely lost Skype other than hearing you guys talk. It's gone. <laughs> like, I can still hear you guys, but it's not even on my screen anymore. I don't even know where There's it is. no control of it anymore. You no, can't I, see us. I can't see you. I can't see like the Skype controls. It's, it's not <laughs> responding, although I can hear you. So... This is what we call hanging on by a thread. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, so for the game for me, you know, I think starting off, 
you know, I thought I, I was pretty excited about it. You know, the game looked cool and it played pretty cool, but at, over time, it just kind of some of the jumps just didn't seem to be that. And, and again, I'm playing it on a on a uh, um, you know demo. demo version, but uh, it, it's it just. I, I don't know if it was even more glitchy for me, but the glitchiness just kind of was like kind of got annoying after a while. Um, but overall, I don't think it was that bad of a game. I, I did enjoy it. I do like the the kind of power ups that you get in the game, um, where you get different features by uh, beating different, like Steven said, the little mini bosses in the game. I think that's really neat and. Uh, uh, that's a neat aspect, and the Metroidvania uh, style I enjoy. Um, but the question I was, had actually: Would you uh-huh. would you guys consider this a Metroidvania? Because I almost would not. I would say it has Metroid-like I, elements, but I don't think I would necessarily call it a Metroidvania. I wouldn't have called it that if I hadn't have read it and uh, like research says that it's considered a Metroidvania yeah. style. Really, I, I that was like one of the first thoughts I had when I started going back to the levels to begin with. However, I'd say it's probably like a Metroidvania light, like it's light on those aspects. But I think it's probably close to the classification, if not fully there. Yeah, yeah, I would call it. Yeah, I would agree. Metroidvania light. I mean, it's really neat that you kind of level up and you get new skills, and those skills help you get different places. But it's also kind of got a. Uh, I mean, you could almost call it Duck Hunt, or not Duck Hunt, Duck Tales as much as you call it Metroid, because you kind of have this hub thing that you where you can bounce between levels. Which is exactly what you see at Duck Tales. Yeah, that was... Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, I, I mean, you could, could you call it a Duckvania? I don't know. Or a... Met- or Metroidvania tail? Duck. A Duck Metroid Tailvania. Yeah, there you go. So, yeah, it's got, uh, you know... It's got the elements of a lot of different games kind of all into this one. Yeah. Uh, you know what? You know what I think I want right now? Waffle House. I <laughs> but I also would like to hear Steven's quiz. I need some. Uh, oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. I put together a 12-question quiz. Oh, man. Here we uh, go. It gets into a little specifics. We've covered some of this stuff. None of the questions were exactly like yours, Justin, but uh, you just got to get in fast probably before some of the answers come out. But you guys ready? Right. Uh, I'm ready. I got one thing to say. Uh, yep. Steven, you took to heart when I said you're going to have to carry the show. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> all right. All right. Here we go. Question one. What year did the game get released? Mike A. Oh, I, Mike, I think I heard first. 1989. Yes. Very good. All right, question two. What year does the game take place? Mike. Justin. Uh, Justin, on that one. 2048. 2048, correct. <clears throat> this one, you got to be fast, gentlemen. Mike. Mike. <laughs> you have to answer it now. Who de- who developed Strider? Justin. Oh, Justin. Capcom. Capcom it is. 
Uh, what is the name of the character you play? Mike. Justin. Uh, Justin, I'm pretty sure I heard that. It's Mike. Haru? Haru? <laughs> uh, Haru, I will take that as correct. All right, here's a true or false. Mike. Mike. <laughs> true. <laughs> Incorrect. Oh. <laughs> Would you like to hear the question, Justin? Yeah, I'll, I want to listen to the question. Uh, there was an arcade of the same name released one year earlier. True. Yeah. I mean, not false. Oh, you got it wrong, <laughs> what about, sir. You're not paying attention. Oh, that was... You did not get the point. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, the one year earlier was the was the throw-off oh. on it. When it was was it at the same time or was it? Yeah, eighty nine. Okay. Yeah, they were developed side by side, but I threw in the one year earlier because yeah. usually the arcade game comes out first. Nice. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, which of the following is not a location in Strider? Not a location in Strider. A. China. B. Australia. C. Japan. D. Brazil. Mike. 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 Brazil. Brazil is correct. <laughs> Good one. All right, question seven. What is the name of the last level in Strider? Mike. A, Blue Dragon. Mike. B, Mike. Red Dragon. Red Dragon is correct. I didn't make it there, but I saw it. <laughs> I posted uh, I posted a, a, a run of the last level on uh, that new group. That's where I saw it. Uh, Red Dragon, yeah, Blue Dragon. You guys are dragon. tied up. One Dragon, yep. two Dragon. Well, Blue Dragon, I think, is the name of the uh, main base where you start yeah, out. Yeah, the main uh, base, yeah. Right. Yeah, Red Dragon's the last level. So you guys are tied up 3-3. Three, three. All right. Uh, next question. Which game system never got a Strider game? A, Game Boy Advance. B, Super Nintendo. Justin. C, Justin. I'm going to say Famicom. That's where I think you're going with it. <laughs> I was hoping it would In- not be the case. Incorrect. Ah. Yes. Uh, C, Sega Genesis. D, PlayStation 3. Mike. Mike. Okay, now I got Can I ask a question within a question? No. Well, no, I need some clarification here. I'll reread the question to you. Okay. Which game system never got a Strider game? Game Boy Advance, Uh Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, PlayStation 3. I want to say Super Nintendo. Correct. All right. Yeah. I'll, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I, I thought the Famicom was too easy. Uh, uh, all right. Yep. Uh, nine. Oh. Who gets kidnapped in the beginning of the game? Mike. Justin. Hey. Just Mike. Kane. Kane gets kidnapped. Very good. Dang it. Five this to three. He's starting to pull away. That if you would have been paying attention to our show, you would know a lot of the answers. <laughs> like yeah. It. Yeah. Yep. Uh, let's see. Number 10. When was the last Strider game produced? Justin. Justin. 2014. Very good. It's a good game. He's doing his research. Yeah, I've uh, never played it or even really heard of it, to be honest with you guys. But apparently a lot of people have. It's good. I, I recommend yeah, it. Uh, Although you kind of have to either have last generation system or a computer, I guess, to play it on. I think it was released on the uh, PS4 and Xbox One. Oh, I was looking really? at the game list for it. Yeah. I thought it was released on the PS3, but maybe I was wrong. It said 3, 4, 360, and 1. Oh, it was all around. Okay, cool. 
yeah. be released. Alright. Um Alright. And true or false? There is manga based on Strider. True. Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Mike. <laughs> true. <laughs> Your name's true. true. <laughs> I get excited sometimes, all right? Your name's Drew, and you answered Mike. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, last question of the game. Justin, you can't win. I'm sorry. And... It would only make it five to six. Uh, what is the quote-unquote demon weapon and final boss of Strider? Is it Cypher, Yugadesimal, Kuni, or Cypher? Mm, I don't know. I was going to say Zane. Just, Justin. I'm going to say Cooney. No. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Cypher? No. I put <laughs> Cypher as two of the answers. Cypher is Strider's weapon, right? Yeah, it's Yugadesmal uh, is the uh, final boss and the demon weapon, according to the game. Uh, so I put... I get a decimal. We all get a decimal. Yep. I put... Uh, a and D as Cypher. Yeah, I noticed that. Uh, and then Mike <laughs> picks Cypher. Well, I thought maybe it could have been A or D. Yeah. Yep. So, Mike wins six to four. Sorry, right. Justin. Good game. Yeah. Justin, do you feel like um, the Pittsburgh Steelers? Pretty much. <laughs> Did that lead, didn't I? I'm just trying to really date this podcast. All right. Yep. Blew the big lead. Or actually, they didn't lead at all. So no, they didn't lead at all, and just barely lost. So that's why I was trying. To, yeah. No, I don't feel like the Pittsburgh Steelers because the Pittsburgh Steelers are the heavy favorites, and they never will win. I was you not supposed to win. My sir. My I wouldn't sir. say underdog, but I wouldn't say the heavy favorite, <laughs> and I led for a good little portion of the game. So okay. all right, fine. yeah. Wrong analogy. <sighs> That's I'm saying. part of my life. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So back to, back yeah. to the game. Oh, wait. Actually, before we get back to the game, Stephen, you want to take a minute? We've already mentioned your group, your new group you started, but since you mentioned it during your quiz and we're kind of coming back from your quiz here, do you want to mention your own group for yourself? Yeah. So, uh, the name of the group, it's on Facebook. It's called Retro Video Game of the Month Club. Very original, I know. But I kind of wanted it on the nose, so if anybody was looking for something like that, it should be easy to find. But basically what the group is, uh, once a month, we are going to highlight a retro video game, as the name of the club would suggest. And uh, pretty much just play it all month as a group. You know, talk about the gameplay, the graphics, post videos, pictures, you know, of the card if you have it complete or you're playing demo mode, you know, whatever the deal is. Mm-hmm. And then, <clears throat> excuse me, and the, towards the beginning of the month, we'll have a, a vote for games for the next month. So, uh, actually, we just did that about a week ago. So, tomorrow, the 15th, we're going to announce next game's, uh, next month's game, which sounds like it's going to be with Strider this month. Next month is looking like it's going to be... Uh, Oh shoot! It's on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> Do you remember what uh, what the big favorite was? Uh, I don't. No. Oh, it's uh, Star Tropics. Star Tropics. I got it pulled up. Yeah. Star Tropics. Okay. I knew I, I knew yes. I voted for Star Tropics. Yeah, so it's looking like that's going to be uh, 
the game. I think it's got the most votes with nine. So we're, we're at 32 members now. We'd love to see it grow, um, you know, and get a lot of participation and, you know, talks about what's going on. You know, I posted a video of uh, the final level of the game, which is slow and bad and shows the, how terrible the jumping is in the game, whether it's my skill or the game itself, uh, you know. But yeah, I just figured it'd be cool, like a book of the month club. You have a video game of the month club, so, you know, kind of branch out, maybe play a little bit more obscure games or, you know, something that maybe a lot of people haven't played, if that's the way it gets voted on. But um, I think it's an awesome idea myself. Uh, yeah, thank you. I, great I idea. love the fact it's gonna that be fun. we were able to coordinate it with our show this time. Yeah, that was awesome. It was a perfect launch. Yeah, so, and in the future, we'll be able to do it again. Of course, we've already covered Star Tropics. And, uh, but <clears throat> people can go back and listen to that episode if they want to get some insight into. Although there's this there's some guy on the show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he went on to, like, dance around with a Sega Genesis. Yeah. <laughs> we, that's, that's one of the few episodes we actually lose Justin for most of the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And and instead of being replaced by somebody cool like Steve and Michael from Facebook, it gets replaced by some loser <laughs> named Aaron Hickman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. But I digress. Right. Right. Yeah, so if you if you haven't joined it yet, please join it. Um yeah, I've got it set so that not anybody can join just to kind of keep the bots out because it seemed to have a problem with that when I first created it. But um, I think that's kind of slowed down. So you're pretty much guaranteed to get in. There should be no issues. But I'd love to see this grow and see a lot of interactions with these old games that a lot of people just have sitting on their shelves, whether they're a collector like me and probably wouldn't have touched this game, you know, if it wasn't for this group. Yep, Sounds great. Sounds great. So Strider. <laughs> Excuse me. The, yeah. Let's talk about the graphics of the game. Now, I had issues. I don't know. I tried it both ways, both as the cartridge and in demo mode. And I had issues with just rampant flicker. I don't know if that's... I'm a, There's I'm flicker. Large. There's flicker, but I'll tell you this. Graphically, though, I didn't think the game was bad. I thought the game was pretty good graphically. Actually, All the sprites looked good. Did. You didn't let me finish. I was gonna okay, start fine. with the bad. <clears throat> took a with. pause. Took a pause. You take a pause. I'm gonna take over. Well, the videos crashed, and I apologize for that. But I was my mouth was open, ready to say another word. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But anyways, I was gonna say that the, there was lots of flicker for me, but mm-hmm. it didn't really bother me because, mm-hmm. in general, the graphics were really quite excellent. I love the character yeah. design. And I love the level design, the way they looked. So I, I like the size of the characters, too. There's a pretty good... They're not huge, but they're bigger than your average NES character. So I actually like the games a lot myself. I agree. Yeah, I thought they were done really well. I think the, the mini-boss designs and everything were... Uh, just crafted very, very well, the mechanics of them and their actual design. Um fairly unique and you know capcom did it so you know you're getting quality besides the jumping of course yeah i feel like we haven't stressed the jumping enough seriously people yeah (laughs) this game you know we're kind of talking about it in a somewhat glowing way we're saying it's pretty good but 
honestly, when I first turned it on, the first like couple times I tried it, I had to turn it back off because that I just could not stand the jumping. Like so he'll jump, and you never mm. really know how high he's going to jump. You know, some games you can control it where you hit the button and the longer you hold it, the higher he jumps. This game somehow it incorporates like the slope of the land and stuff too to adjust your jumps. But there yep. were many many times when. I would jump, and I had no idea whether or not I was going straight up, if I was going out, if I was going high, if I was going just a little short little jump. The the jumping is just it is it is the worst jumping that I've played. On yeah, NES, I think. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, the slope takes you know the slope jumps. You basically gain speed, but the problem with that, like on the very last level, Red Dragon, there's a long slope, and then you got to jump up to an edge. Well, you can get too much speed, so instead of jumping like at the right angle, you jump into the wall, or you don't have enough, and you just kind of float right before the edge. Um, and then if you're standing too close to a wall and you try to jump, you'll get like hung up on the wall itself. Or if you're trying to do the wall jumps, those are virtually impossible to do with any sort of regularity. Um, it just kind of almost felt to me random, you know, and I'd get stuck five minutes or so trying to do a single wall jump, which to me is insane. I don't know how they got past playtesting. Um, you know, especially for a Capcom game, you know, with their own quality assurance. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. I'll tell you this. I was playing. Uh, I was playing the first couple days, not knowing the wall jump existed, just seeing the <laughs> character get stuck yeah. on the wall. Sometimes, like you, if you jumped into a wall, he would hang up on the wall for a second and get stuck. Mm-hmm. And yep. then I found out, oh, you can wall jump. I found out through Steven's group actually. I was like, oh, you can wall jump. So then I spent the next couple days trying to wall jump and. <laughs> I, Honestly, I think I may have done it once, maybe twice. I just could not figure out how to do the long jump. Yeah, yeah it's pretty brutal. Thankfully, throughout the entire game, they only force you to do that wall jump, I would estimate, a half a dozen times or so. Maybe even less than that or maybe a couple more. I don't know, to be honest with you, but it doesn't get easier. I can tell you that. Yeah, <laughs> Every time, is it's a struggle. They don't force you to do it very often, but they force you to do it at one of the earlier parts of the game, which is... yeah. A part that will hang a lot of people up, and I guess a lot of people probably turn it off. I I don't know if I don't remember what level it's on, like the second or third level that you can go to. But yeah, I don't remember either. But yeah, it was real early in the game. Yeah, there's a real early part where you kind of have to do the wall jump, and oh man, it's really it's really frustrating. <laughs> Anyways, I just wanted to get that off my chest because I, I really didn't feel like we were bashing the jumping mechanic in this game strongly enough. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's a major problem. I mean, you have the attacks that work really well. The the slide, I think, works really well. Um, when you're doing the the boot walk up the wall, you know, and even jumping on that's not as bad as just standard running around the game. Um, yeah, the power-up weapons. Yeah, I mean, it's really tight and controlled. It just, I, it just literally blows my mind that they didn't fix this, or at least tighten it up a little bit, because it is, like you guys said, the worst jumping in any NES game I've ever played. Yeah. Well, let's let's lighten the mood up a little bit. And what do you think <laughs> about the music? Amazing! I love the music in this game. Yeah, that's fantastic. It is. It is some of the yep. best. In the, if the jumping is some of the worst, this game has some of the best music. Oh, it's, absolutely. Capcom games always have great music. I mean, it's just something they always do, and this is no exception. I mean. Even the the title screen cut skins, cut scenes had great music. Like when I first cut that on, it was like, man, this is really good. Um, so yeah, 
they really they really got it right on that one. Mm-hmm. Now we we always do the uh, the test. It's almost like a win play show. It's it's a play it in the car, like it during the game, or just turn it off. Where does this fall for you guys? Play it in the car. Yeah, same here. I'd play it in the car. Uh, we're down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna own it. Going down. Keeping them down. Keeping them down. Yeah. Uh, I'd agree with that. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's good music. You. Good music. Well, uh, I don't know. Have we talked about the game well enough that people can make a decision, or do we just need to uh, just break it down with this? <laughs> Well, I'd say if you, if I can just add one more thing, I just think when you look at this game compared to all the other games that are out there, whether you put a price tag on this or not, I think it really is a very high quality title. You have awesome graphics, you have awesome music. The controls overall are pretty good with the exception, of course, of the jumping. And the level design, I think, works really well. The backtracking and the keys and the upgrades were, honestly, it was kind of blowing me away. Um, as I was progressing through the game, I was literally getting excited every time I'd pick up something new. You go back to your command center, you open up, you read the new files, you get your new keys, you continue on. I mean, I think this is really a super solid title beyond the jumping. Yeah, I pretty much agree with everything you said. I think that uh, the, the traveling back, at first I thought the traveling back to your ship thing would kind of be a hindrance. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's something you have to do. By the way, everybody needs to know that because I did not figure that out on my own. <laughs> because the first level, you, you go part of the way through the level and you get an, a key, or not key, you get floppy disk, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're supposed to go take back to your ship and analyze them. And that's how you get access to, the, to do another level. And you do this various times throughout the game, pretty much every level, I guess. But the the ship is not there for you to know that it's there to jump back up into. You just have to go back to the beginning of the level and just jump into the into the ether, into the mist, and your guy just goes flying up into the air. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So the manual, we just read the manual. The manual doesn't really tell you to do that. Uh, no. The game itself doesn't tell you to do that. So you just have to know. So anybody playing this game, don't get frustrated. Just know that after you get a couple floppy disks... Take, you can take anytime you get a floppy disk, you can take it back to the ship. So you just go back to the beginning and jump, and he just goes flying up in the air. Yeah, yeah. I actually got lucky and, and did that right out of the gate, the very first level. And the reason that I did is because every single game that I play, instead of going to the right, like most games do, I always try to go to the left and left and jump up and try to, like in uh, Metroid for the NES, right. you know. Yeah. Yeah, when you, you got to go to the left to start. So it's yeah. I always go to the left, and I just happened to do it the first try. I was like, oh, wow, that's pretty neat. So I had no issues with it, personally. Yeah. Well, but I did that too, but I didn't jump. Okay, so I went to the left, uh, and the screen stopped. I was like, oh, well, and then I went to the right. Yeah. Because <laughs> you have to yeah. go to the left, and then you have to jump. But anyways, I just, that's another thing that people need to be aware of about this game. But no, I totally yeah. agree with everything you said. I, I think it's kind of surprising that they added all these elements of leveling up and getting new skills and new abilities because uh, I played the Genesis version when I was younger and I don't think it has any of <laughs> I can't say or admit that I have ever played that version. So, Well, you guys can get all huffy and puffy <laughs> at me if you want to, but 
Uh, I, what I'm trying to say is, I think this is better than the Genesis version of the game, even with the wonky jumping. Yeah. Cool. Actually, I know it's better than Genesis version. I didn't even have to play it, and I could have told you that. But I mean, whatever. <laughs> jerks. We're not the jerks here. Yeah. Name a better game on the Sega Genesis that's better than, say, Sesame Street ABC on the NES. <laughs> I can't think it can't of be done. Off my head, but... Yeah, it can't be done. Right. Yeah. Hey, Justin. Hey. Jerk star called. <laughs> yeah. They're out of me. Yeah. <laughs> Best joke ever. <laughs> yep. All right. All so, that. Justin, how much, really, though, how much does this game go for? All right. So, on line, I'm going to go with an average of $10. Okay. Uh, what it's going for online. So. Right. Average of 10 bucks. Well, then I will say it's worth it. I think this game has enough redeeming qualities that if you can get past the jumping and just kind of just, you know, go in admitting that it's not going to be great. Just know mm-hmm. that the jumping is going to be terrible. And the more bad things we say about it, the less it's going to seem bad to you when you play it. <laughs> you know, so I will say that yeah. uh, it's totally worth it. I'd say totally worth it too. I mean, um, there's, it's definitely fun enough for ten dollars. Uh, yeah, I, I, it, it's worth it. Yep, I also agree. I think it's worth it. In fact, my personal opinion, I would rate this game probably upwards of twenty dollars that oh, I would really? pay to play this game. Yeah, I, I think it'd be worth it at that price point. Personally, just because when you really dedicate yourself to it, which is kind of a weird thing to have to do to a video game, but if you can, I think it's a truly fulfilling experience, especially the very last level of the game, Red Dragon, which I recorded and uploaded. I beat that level several times, probably five or six times at this point, um, and I absolutely loved it because it's like a little mini boss rush, you know, just the whole thing, how it's designed super well, and I got tons of, of play you know, time just on that very last level, let alone the rest of the game. So, yeah. me personally, yeah, worth it all day, ten bucks. Cool. Yeah. No, and uh, it looked like a lot of fun. I'm probably this is one of those games I'm going to continue to play. This is not a game that I'll, after the show I'm going to sell off or give away or wait. Did I say give away? <laughs> uh, you did, Stephen. Yeah. Is remember when I said you were carrying the show? Yeah. Uh, Steven has generously offered to give away a copy of Strider. Yes. So, yes, sir. Uh, I don't have any names in a hat right now. Do mm-hmm. you? Have you? Do you want to give it away to... How about this? Okay, there's a lot of dudes that have joined your group. Do you want to give it away to one of the listeners who's also joined your Game of the Month group? Uh, yeah. Um... You know what? Let's open it up to everybody. Just okay. What's your other? I gotta get that. Sorry, we're doing this okay. on air. Yeah. On the fly. How about we wait? It is a, it is now announced that you're giving away a copy of Strider, but in order for yep. people to get a copy of Strider, they have to come join your group. Sounds good. Okay. So, you let's give them until um, let's give them like a couple weeks. Let's give them to the end of the month. Okay. This episode will well actually when's this episode released, Justin? Do you know? Uh, no, I have to look at my calendar. Okay, it doesn't release till the twenty fourth, so never mind. Let's give them to the end of February. 
right? I'll, okay. I'll help keep. I'll help you. I'll help you remember. And then yep. at the end of February, we'll give it out. And yeah, uh, sounds good. Just be the people who join your group. So remember, retro game of the month club, right? Is that right? Retro yep. video sounds video good. game of the month retro club. Retro video game of the month club. So we'll give it away yep. to somebody who joins that group. Yep. Sounds awesome. Sweet. I like it. I come up with good ideas sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. This live streaming thing was not necessarily a very good idea at this point, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it hasn't crashed yet, so it's not oh, too no, bad. No. Knock on wood. Don't, don't. <laughs> <laughs> don't jinx it. All right. Uh, retrofitted trophies? All right. I got a couple. Okay. I've got a couple. Did you come up with some, Stephen? Don't, don't tell me. You've got 15. No, I actually, I am uh, slacking on the, uh, I'm slacking on them this time. Yeah, I had about, what, 110 last time? Yeah. 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 Something like that. <laughs> it's okay. So if you guys want to start, yeah. All right, Justin, take it away. All right, so mine's kind of a trophy for failing at this game, and that is Haru, more like Abel, and that is not rescue Kane. Wait, what, isn't Kane the one that killed Abel? <laughs> it, he was. Man, I thought this was like a genius trophy, and now it just blew up in my face. <laughs> That's okay. All right, forget you it. You have to be a Bible scholar to be on this show. You're okay. All right. My bad. It's cool. It's All cool. right. All right. It's still a trophy. I'm not rescinding it. Okay. All right. You can still, uh, you can still earn the Abel trophy. Yeah. For not killing your brother. Or not rescuing your brother. Yeah. Alright. Uh then mine my first one is Jordan's. And to earn Jordan's that being Michael Jordan's, you have to make that jump off the ramp in the Red Dragon level. Oh. Very it's good. A pretty massive jump, but with with some uh precision too. So. Yep, definitely. All right, I like it. Um, my first one is spinning top. <laughs> I'm not good at puns, but it's uh, beat Flashblade um, for the first time. And he's the the little ninja with two swords sticking out that kind of like yeah. spins around the level. Yeah. All right. I like good. it. I like it. Um, mine is, uh, can I get $20 for this too? And that is, uh, use the plasma arrow, like selling plasma. Get it? (laughs) I tried that one time. I've done it several times. Yeah. Back in my college days. You gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. That's right. That's right. All right, I've got another one called uh, You Must Be a Genius, dot, 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 or Stephen Michael from Facebook. And that is uh, go left and jump up into your spaceship right off the bat. All right. Oh, I just yeah. came up with that one, by the way. That one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say genius, but uh, uh, just pure luck. Uh, my next one is, uh, what is this, TMNT2? And that is kill Dragon Friend for the first time, because he looks like uh, the one final boss uh, at the end of that extra level on Turtles 2. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
looks like the samurai. Yep, I got it. Sounds good. I, I hate that guy, by the way, in that game. He's really yeah, he's with his floating head. Yeah. I hate that guy. <laughs> this guy, uh, not as bad as that one. Yeah, yeah, no, not at all. Justin, do you have any more? I'm I'm done with my. I just I tried to come up with more, but I I was forcing it. <laughs> Yeah, that's fine. You uh, can't force trophies because no, then they just turn no, out bad. Yeah, I've tried it several times. If you look, listen back to some of the episodes, you'll know that I've been trying to force a lot of trophies over the years. Yeah, it's, it's just not worth it. But I've got uh, I got one more. It's Tom Arnold will be impressed, and that is beat this uh, game I'm... under four minutes. Oh wow! <laughs> I did not even know it could exist. Yeah, actually, honestly, the trophy used to be beat this game under ten minutes because I thought that was a reasonable time to beat this game. And then after hearing Stephen Michael here tell us about the speedrunners, I had to bump it down a little bit. Yeah, bump it down by a lot. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and uh, I had the same trophy, but just beat Matic at the end of the game. Okay. There you go. All right. So I had a a list of about 10 of them on my phone uh, on my Google Notes app. But it is not there, and I don't know why it's not there, and I can't really remember what they were. Google. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Live and die by Google. They're killing me. Uh, all right. So, how are we going to rate this game? Hmm. Good question. Hmm. Type of. Strider. Okay. Kidnapper. Uh, yeah, I was I was about to say Strider Striders do bad things like kidnapping and demolition and stuff. So why don't we just rate this game as something a Strider would do? Or is that too on the nose? A crime. Oh, okay. A crime. A type of crime. Okay. <laughs> type of crime. <laughs> crime don't All right. Mm. Oh man, I don't know about this. Okay, I've got one. Okay. All right. Uh, it's making meth, making and selling. <laughs> okay, because much like meth, once you get into this game and dedicate to it, as Steven said, uh, you just can't stop. You know, you just gotta keep playing it, and then you start saying like, "It's worth ten dollars. It's worth twenty dollars," and who knows what Steven's gonna say next? He may say it's worth forty, fifty dollars. I was thinking 25 already. Yeah, see? Whatever it takes to get that fix. Just like yeah, just like crystal meth. <laughs> right, right, right. Mm. I, no, honestly, meth is no joke. We just watched... The reason it popped <laughs> in my head is that uh, we just watched a documentary about it. Like, right before I came in here to do this podcast, and it kind of freaked me out. So. Yeah, meth. Oh. I've seen yeah. a lot of meth in my days in the emergency room <laughs> No good. Yep. Right. So, anyway. What kind of crime? All right. I would say uh, I would rate this game with theft because it's prob- it's wrong, right? Theft is wrong, but realistically, this game stole my heart. Oh. oh. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Had you played it before this moment? Uh... I feel like I have, but I don't remember really playing it, at least really getting into it. Um, so if I ever have played it, it was probably very briefly. 
Um, this was my first real time getting into the game. Gotcha. That I can remember anyways. Yeah. Alright, mine's going to be Assault. And it's Assault because it assaults your day because you're just going to sit there and play this game all day. Okay. That's kind of cheesy. Work. <laughs> it's not as cheesy as it stole your heart. Come on. Yeah, yeah that was the... <laughs> That was the bottom of the barrel, <laughs> Mr. Suck. <laughs> no, I'm just messing with you. <clears throat> it's fine, because it really did steal your heart. I doubt Justin actually sat around playing this all day. Huh? You didn't sit around playing this all day. Not all day. I but mean... it really did steal Steven's heart. Yeah. Because he likes this game a lot. Yeah. Theft is wrong, and probably a lot of people won't agree with it, but yeah, I'm very impressed. All right. I'm impressed with thieves. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm impressed with thieves. Yep. All right. You ready for some feedback? I am. All right. So on Facebook, we've got Stephen Michael. He says that sounds like a great guest to have on the show. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew Zeismer said this game is a personal favorite of mine. It's glitch- glitchy, not aesthetically pleasing at times and downright frustrating, but for some reason, I really love the adventure and goofy level-up system. It's definitely a guilty pleasure from my childhood. Plus, I know Paul hates it, which makes me love it even more. Timmy Mac said, Having a lot of fun revisiting this game. It's tough in spots, but rewarding when you stick with it. Plus, Capcom. I'd like to thank Steve and Michael for the group and reminding me of this classic. I just wonder what the dudes and Captain Commando think. Wow. Uh, Andrew Code says, Great choice. This is a fun version of Strider. Although it is very different from the arcade and (coughs) cough, cough, Genesis version, it is a good game in its own right. The moment-to-moment gameplay is solid enough. Although not quite Metroidvania game, it has those elements of leveling up to access new areas. Having to backtrack all the way back to the beginning of a stage to return to your ship and analyze data can be a bit annoying, but not a deal-breaker by any means. The presentation in the game is really solid, and the cutscenes and charming translations as well as a fantastic soundtrack. Uh, This is a winner in my book. Can't wait to hear you talk about it. Thanks, dudes. And... He says... Uh... Love the life you live and live the life you love. All right. For a guy who doesn't do a podcast, he sure does have a, a fancy sign off. He does. <laughs> yes. He should probably just Freddy, do a podcast. Yeah, he should. Freddy Velasco, but not on any asking. No. Um, Freddy Velasco says, I love this game. I have the manga that this game is based on. Oh, neat. Uh, Nathan Cooper says, not as good as the Genesis version. Troll. What a troll. <laughs> and Tyler Jones says, awesome game. Last guy sucks at life. Oh. I don't, I wouldn't say he sucks at life because I think he's just trolling us. And I would also say, <laughs> terrible opinions. Yeah, that's true. So, that's it for the, the group face. Uh, the Facebook group feedback. Okay. Well, I have... You got any voicemails? 
Funny you mention it. That's exactly what I was going to say. I do have two voicemails. Oh, boy. Let's play them. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> oh, man. That's going to be this. Is this going to be the straw that breaks the camel's back? Sorry. Sounded like Gabe. It is Gabe. I didn't mean to like all of a sudden make it work while you're trying to talk, Justin. What'd you say? Yeah. No, I would just say, is this going to be the straw that broke the camel's back? No, because fortunately, uh, I gave up on running the the phone calls through a soundboard, and now I just hold the phone up to my microphone. Right. You're used to I run it through the soundboard that we bought, but mm, no, it's too complicated. <laughs> Yeah. It, okay. Go it ahead. constantly breaks my computer, so you know. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, this is Steve Van Gilder. I didn't get a chance to leave my Christmas memory. Oh yeah, that's right. Sorry. So a little backstory on Gabe and the reason why he's calling his Christmas memory. Remember how he left like a really long one and then a really short one? And we screwed up the long one and played the short one first and said never mind Gabe, we're just gonna play the short one well he messaged me and said well thanks for playing my short call but i had a really good long call so i said okay call again and we'll (laughs) all right because you guys never heard it which is fine you know this is too good to uh to leave off any podcast i you know i just well it's not that great it's not like the greatest story ever told but you know (laughs) i give me a three one year for christmas and you know it turned out to be my uh, favorite Mega Man game of all time, and I just played it to death, and I found every single secret out. You know, pretty much known the man. Well, I had help. I had the Game Pro, you know, magazines and stuff. But I found out you can, like, have a little. You can. You can't die at all with Mega Man if you hold the certain. If I remember correctly, hold the D-pad a certain way. Well, I won't bog down the call like I did before, but. Uh, you guys can look at all that stuff. Well, you guys probably know half of this stuff anyway. But, yeah, so I really, I love Mega Man 3. I mean, I love 2. It got me started on the series. But 3 is, I always have a special place in my heart with the music and, you know, everything else in the game, the graphics and the characters and Rush. You know, it's, it's a great game. I do want to say real fast that um, my idea for your show for this, for the new year, Happy New Year, guys is um, I want you to, like, it's going to be rough, but, you know, basically do all your retro fit achievements all on, like, a spreadsheet if you can. Like, I know it's a lot of work. You, Justin might have to hire, you know, uh, a secretary or something to do it, <laughs> but all your retro fit achievements ever done on one website or even on Facebook would be an amazing New Year's accomplishment for for any D-pad or, or dude like me. So, you know, think about it and maybe give it a whirl. Um, I hope the next game is really good. You know, I can't wait. You know, I keep on, all these games keep on popping up and it's like, I think I haven't played half of them, but you know, I like listening to them and hear what you guys have to say about them anyways, but I've been long enough, I guess. Uh, Happy New Year again and can't wait to see what you guys Going for you in the future. Bye now. Thank you, Gabe. Uh, two, he, one, he talks about Mega Man 3. We just talked about Mega Man 3. Yeah, we did. Yep. Yeah, Same right. Music. So that's, right. that's timely. And then his idea for the show. I'll be honest, I don't want to do that. 
myself, I don't want to sit down and listen back to our episodes and type out the the retro uh, fitted achievements or the trophies. Sorry, but if anybody mm-hmm. out there wants to, or Justin, if you want to, by all means, I will host it on anything, any of our website or anything. If you put it, somebody else puts it together, I just really don't myself want to go back and listen yeah. to it. Especially some of the old stuff that I know is terrible, like some of the old episodes that when we first started doing it. I don't want to hear myself yeah. talk on those episodes, but yeah. <laughs> anybody is welcome we- to go back and gather all that information, and I will help you post it somewhere. But it is a cool idea, though. Yeah, it is a cool idea. It is. It is. I challenge some dude or D-patter out there to do it. And, uh, well, That'd probably be instant dude ship, right, uh, if they weren't? Yeah, that would be instant dude ship for sure. And you can come on the show. Because yeah. that's a lot of work. Right. All right. We got one more. Yo, dudes. It's Jay-Z NES here. I'll know John's Ross. Like, my name. And uh, I see you guys are playing Strider there. And uh, that's a game, that's a Capcom game, right? And I uh, can't really go wrong with Capcom. I don't know a whole lot about Strider, but uh, I've got a suggestion for you guys for the future. There is uh, a game, it's pretty obscure. I would say it's one of the more, one of the most obscure, I would say, probably NES games. That's really, really good. And the game is called Stanley, The Search for Dr. Livingston. So uh, maybe you guys can look into that sometime. But uh, Strider, yeah, I don't really know much about it. So uh, hopefully you guys enjoy it. It's Capcom. It should be good. Probably some good music. So uh, until next time, Jay-Z out. Gosh, other podcasts have got to be jealous knowing that Jay-Z calls our podcast. I know. It's awesome. We're pretty lucky that way, I guess. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, And I honestly, I've never heard of that game for some reason. I haven't either. Stanley. Me either. The Hunt for Doctor. I guess we're going to have to look it up. We'll yep. look it up, and I'll see if it looks like something we're going to play <clears throat> or not. All right. So you did the Facebook group. Let me just thumb through a few other items here. Did you do the Honorary Dudes group? Uh, no. Okay. I think Ryan, we only ate. Ryan Reynolds says, I just rolled credits on this game today. It's a really fun, if not flawed, game overall. I was playing it on a Retron 5, so I don't know if you'll encounter the same control issues that I did, but the jumping in this game is terrible. You'll often jump at different heights seemingly at random, and the wall jumps were a real problem for me. The gameplay style is a little more metroid light over Metroid-like, with a lot of backtracking to various places after receiving new keys. The music is awesome, and the graphics are solid. It's a real shame they didn't spend they didn't spend just a little more time tightening up those controls because this could have been one of the truly great NES titles. I picked this up at a local place for six dollars and absolute and it's absolutely worth the price. So it sounds like he says exactly what Steven said. Yeah. Steven, yeah. do you have something to tell us? Are you also <laughs> right? I no, I just plagiarized it. I'm just kidding. Sorry. Uh let's see. Did you do the Facebook page? Yes, you did. Yeah. Sorry. And Twitter says... Twitter says, tweet, tweet. Tweet. Paul from Paul and Andy, Power Trip Gaming. Go check those guys out. They do YouTube. Uh, They play video games. They do the gameplay a lot better than we do. If if you notice (laughs) the live stream that I tried to do 
like a couple of nights ago. It was terrible. It had no audio. I don't even know if the sound of the game <laughs> came through. But my vocals certainly did not. <laughs> uh, so anyways, uh, Paul says, One of Andy's favorite games, but I really did not like this one. This was actually the first game we played that I thought was criminally overrated. Commence with your stone throwing. Steven's a big dude. He can throw boulders. So you better watch out, Paul. My face is bright red right now from anger. Yeah. Yep. Let's see. Google Plus. On Google Plus, we have nobody. Womp womp. Ryan. Ryan. What's up, man? In Ryan's defense, he has been commenting, but it's always been after the after the show for some reason. Ah. Ah. Uh, well, we have an Instagram comment. Did you even know that we wow. posted on Instagram? I, oh. I actually did, but I didn't think anybody <laughs> ever. <laughs> well, Fredro, guys, Fredro commented and said, it was the first Strider game I played back when it first came out. I like how it is an adaptation of the manga. I too like that. And that's it. That's all I got. That's all you got? That's all I've got. So, does this game make it into your updated uh, 118 list? Or it would be more than 118 now, no? That's a good question. Justin, uh, you said it's $10. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, I don't think I could replace it with anything. I, I I would I would not replace it. Okay, so here's my dilemma. I've thought about it, but mm-hmm. I'm at one. My list was at one seventeen ninety eight. <laughs> I was two. I was two pennies away from one eighteen. In order to replace it, um, replace a game, the only games I could replace are Ninja Gaiden or Life Force. And those are two games that I love and I think are better than this game. So, um, no, it could not replace a game. And I'm not going to take two games off because there's some other good games on there. Uh, you know, so, no, not for me. I don't think it would make my list. But it's close. Yeah. It would definitely be in the honorable mention category. Yeah, it's... Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I uh, I actually never submitted a list. I was going to do it way too late, so... Uh, I actually have my list. Okay. Let's hear it. Let's do it. Yeah. So with this, we're up to how many episodes now? It was at 118 then, but it was adding a dollar each episode, right? I think we're 125, 126, something like that. 125, Okay. Although you can't do that. you got to go 118. Okay, 118. Because we've been holding ourselves (laughs) to 118. Because if I can go to yep. 125, then I could probably squeeze this thing in. You know what I mean? But oh yeah, right. so That's 118. True. All right, 118. All right, fair enough. Uh, well, that changes it slightly. So let me just take a quick peek here because there was something. Okay. Well, you you, you, gonna... you adjust it. We'll go ahead and talk about how people can find us and stuff while you adjust. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you can find us on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, for uh, Google Plus. And uh, you can also find us on our website, twodudesinanest.com, nintendudes.com, or nesdudes.com. And you can always call us 
by either going to the website and hitting the button or calling us at the if you want to do it the old-fashioned way at 775-7-RETRO-1. That's our telephone. So you can do that. Now, we also have a Patreon. I, I would I would be upset at myself if I didn't at least mention it because we never do, and I feel like we should. We have a lot of awesome dudes out there donating to us. But if you want to be one of those awesome dudes, you can donate to us, patreon.com slash NES dudes. Now this month, I think we're going to work it out that we're going to talk about, what are we talking about? We're talking about Handmaid's Tale at some point, but not this month. This month, I think we're talking about the Doki. <laughs> this Doki, month is right? Doki Doki Literature Club, yes. yes. So uh, anybody out there, if you have not played that game, uh, I recommend that you play it before you listen to the podcast because it will be spoiler-filled, but mm. you should totally play it and then listen to our Patreon episode about it. It's going to be really good. We're going to have yeah. <clears throat> we're gonna have Andy from Power Trip Gaming on and possibly Sean from Nerdy Thursday, so it'll be a really good episode. Awesome. Yeah. Patreon. All right, Steven. All right, Steven. Okay. So my list is adjusted. I come in at 116.21. Uh, it's going to be starting off with Batman for 801. Okay. Blaster Master, 934. This one I'm pretty sure was on everybody's list. Uh, Bugs Bunny Birthday Blowout, <laughs> 575. <laughs> uh, Mega Man, yeah. This is the most expensive game I got. Mega Man 2 for $19.99. Uh, it's just a classic. You get so much gameplay out of that, even at 20 bucks. Uh, Metroid, $17.81. Ninja Gaiden, $11.50. Uh, Strider for 10 bucks. Super Mario Bros., $9.99. Turtles 1 for $6.49. Turtles 2, $12.99. And finishing it off with Top Gun, $4.34. Nice. I like it. That's a good, like it. That's a good list. That's a good list. It's turtle head. Yeah. But, uh... yeah. <laughs> if you had Manhattan Project, it'd be on there as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Stuff will get bumped when that when that review comes out. Oh, yeah. So we, we, we discussed, um, I don't know if we mentioned on the show, but Justin and I discussed, we will be doing another one of these. Probably when we reach another milestone episode, like a 200. Yeah. And then, and then we'll bump it up again to 200. And then everybody. Awesome readjust their lists and I'll, I'll update the spreadsheet and everything too and the spreadsheet um, is still the old prices from whenever I made the spreadsheet so that's why if Steven mentioned a price for a game you're like oh man I just paid whatever for it then that's probably because it's gone up since I made the spreadsheet yeah, so. yeah. alright alright so uh, I guess that's it the only thing I got left to say is uh Thank you to the Wee Dude, Wee Guy on YouTube for the music. He puts together awesome stereo, stereoized uh, NES music. Thank you to the Fox Dude for the amazing logo, which if you're watching mm-hmm. live, you can see in the upper left corner. If you're watching not live, it's probably also still in the upper left corner. And if you're listening, <laughs> uh, you know, just close your eyes and just picture. Just picture. Just say it. Yeah. Just meditate over our picture. And then um, also <laughs> go listen to the rest of, rest of the Retro Junkies Network. There's some great shows on there. Uh, I'm not going to go down the list of all of them, but you know there's shows about yeah, just about every system you can imagine, including the Atari 2600 and on down to whatever. And then there's also Genesis Gems, but nobody listens to that. Right. Don't listen to that. 
And if you, uh, yeah, and I guess th- that's the show. I will say goodbye, everybody. Bye.